This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? Welcome back to a Tuesday tune-up with Lisa and J.M. Ryerson. This is Transcend in Life, and we are going to dive into a very interesting subject because we all struggle with this. So I'm sorry. I, I totally did the intro and I didn't say hello. Good morning, my love. Good morning. How are you? I'm really good. Do you actually, so real quick, we're going to totally take a sidetrack tangent for a moment. When you say, how are you, do you actually want to hear what I have to say? Mm, sometimes. So in the instance that you just did, you said, how are you? Was that just a nicety? Because we do that a lot as human beings. I'm just, I'm curious. I don't mean it. To, I don't, but I'm just curious. Yeah. I think it's, it's just what you do. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. either. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I mean, when I do ask, but I feel like everyone just says good. Right. So I get caught off guard when someone goes, you know what? My day is really crappy today. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Now, you know, like, how can I help you? <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because we are so conditioned to say, hey, nice to meet you. How how are you? And you're like, do you really want to know? Because I'll tell you, there's actually <laughs> an interesting movie that it's all about where you don't have the ability to lie. And when people just speak, it is fascinating. It was not the most well-produced film in the world. But if you look at how many white lies we use, it's really, it would be an interesting <laughs> world we would live in and conversations would radically shift if we were just like if i said shitty how are you (laughs) (laughs) so anyway uh that wasn't what we were going to talk about but you just struck me with that when you said how are you i'm like i wonder if she cares this morning i know you do you really care don't you yeah okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) clearly all right so the subject today is being interested versus committed so clearly you're very interested in if i'm feeling good today. You're not committed in knowing if I'm feeling good today. Does that make sense to you at all? Yeah, maybe not today. Sometimes I'm committed to really knowing how you feel. So you're saying (laughs) you can waffle in and out of being interested and being committed to, let's say in this instance, saying hello or goals. Is that a fair assessment? Did you say goals? Correct. Can you be committed one day and then just interested the next? Not if you really want to achieve those goals. Very good. Yeah. Was Look that a you. test? Are it kind of was a me? test. Really? Are you it was quizzing a little bit me? of a test. It is way too early to be quizzing your wife. Well, <laughs> so the point of this is so often when I'm coaching clients or our kids, okay? We talk about our kids a lot just because I think it's, we coach them more than any human beings in this world. So frequently people say, I want to lose 20 pounds. And it's like, okay, cool. You want to, so you're interested. And the simple question I'll always ask is, great, are you committed to that? And I'll get a very quizzical look back like, well, yeah, of course I am. Okay, cool. So let's dive into that. What's usually missing is the plan of how they're going to do it. So great, I am really committed to doing this. Here's how I'm going to do it. And here's why that's so important. We naturally as human beings are lazy. We just are. We we want the easy route. We 
Um, typically if it were to go work out or watch TV coming home from work, unless you're truly committed to it, you're typically going to take the path of least resistance. So when I say this, when I'm going on this whole little dialogue about being interested or committed, what's popping up in your head, especially when I talk about the goals, because this is a fascinating subject to me. So frequently people put a goal out, but they're not really committed. They're just saying, I think what people want them to say. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. So according to the goals, like with the goals, if you want to hit them, you have to be committed, right? Like it consumes you. Um, I know that for about four years straight, I was very committed to my goals year in and year out. And it was this competitive fire. I'd wake up every morning. I would, you know, think about it. I would dream about it. It just absolutely consumes you because that is your one single goal, right? That has now, I mean, I'm still very committed to my goals. I think I have relaxed on my goals a bit because my goals have now changed, right? Like family is more important to me than, you know, my career at this point, um, you know, just different dynamics with our family at this point, but it's, you have to be committed. And what you said about the roadmap, that is the most important because if you don't have a plan on how you're getting from step one to step a hundred to completing that, it's never going to happen right? You're just going to be lost. You're just going to be constantly be like throwing spaghetti against the wall and trying to figure out, oh, maybe this will work. Maybe this will work, right? But having a plan really helps you roadmap it. And then it doesn't seem as daunting. So let's say your goal is to make $500,000 a year. Well, if you were to have a roadmap, you would know, okay, you know, every quarter I need to make this much. I need to do all these things to hit that small goal, small goal, small goal. And then at the end of the year, you're going to hit that big goal. But if you didn't have those steps, 500 grand a year could be very daunting and going, well, how am I going to do that? Now, you said something interesting that I think I I really want to dive into because you almost even judged your own goals. And here's how you said I was really committed, you know, four years ago or whatever it was to hitting these goals. But now it's changed. So I'm more family. That's okay. Your goals, it's just being committed. So you are truly committed to the family. Don't discount that just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, you can simultaneously be committed to a physical health goal, a uh, income goal, a family goal, a spiritual goal. You can be committed to more than one thing. It is very possible. However, this is where I do want to circle back to what you said, which I think is brilliant. You have to have the plan because it's kind of like using GPS and saying, hey, I, uh, I want to go over here but you don't put the specific address in. It's like, I want to go to, I don't know, Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, cool. It'll get you to Little Rock, but you're going to have to specify exactly what destination to get exactly where you want to get to. Now, if your committed goal was just to get to Little Rock and you (laughs) you accomplish that, which side note, our son has always had this obsession with Arkansas. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is super weird. And hey, welcome all Arkansans. Is, is that how you say that? Arkansanians? Arkansans. Arkansans. Now they're Kansas. They're, anyway, but the point is, so you, you to get to the specific location, you're going to have to put in exactly what that is. So if it's 20 pounds, you're going to have to say, this is exactly what that looks like. Now, that may 
require you to do some additional steps. For instance, if losing weight has always been a struggle, you might want to reach out to a professional. So there's three questions that I always have people ask, which is, what do I need to learn? What do I need to believe? And then ultimately, what do I need to do? Because you you can't do it all on your own. And typically, you do need that expert. So any thoughts on that with finding those experts, committing to these goals, and actually building the roadmap? Because it all sounds easy until it's not. And that's where I think first step for people is writing the goals down. If they accomplish that, that's that's the first step towards commitment. So any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's so important to have coaches, right, and mentors, and then also a tribe of people that are there to support you in the right way, right? So I guess we'll take the example. If you're trying to lose weight, you know, maybe get a trainer. That would be a professional. Maybe get a nutritionist that can help you do your meal plans. Get a mindset coach, you know, like yourself, um, where that it's just accountability at the end of the day. Right. I remember one of my goals was to be in the best shape of my life when I hit 40. That didn't happen. <laughs> so obviously I wasn't hundred percent committed to that. But I did get a trainer. I was eating super, you know, decently well. Okay. I can't say that I was eating super well. I love bad food. Um, but I do remember when I hit 40, I wasn't good shape. I wasn't in the best shape, right? It wasn't like when I was 20 years old, you know, playing tennis in college, but I was in good shape. And so, um, it's, but if I had, if I could go back, basically, if I did it all over again, I would really have had you on board to really push me to get into that goal. Cause you would have been just, I mean, it would have been horrible, but you would have gotten me there. <laughs> I mean, just, just absolutely. It would have been really, really challenging. Um, you know, and even getting my tribe, like my closest girlfriends to sit there and push me on a daily basis. Well, you said a couple of things that I think are so important to, to address. So first off, you, I'm glad you said what you said in terms of being in the best shape of your life. And then you gave it a reference point. So your twenties or, you know, 19, 20, 21, whatever that was when you're playing uh, college tennis, because it, initially it was very subjective. I want to be in the best shape of my life. Okay, cool. What does that mean? Right mm-hmm. now, if you knew, right, like that means it's a certain weight, it's a body fat percentage, it's the way I look, that would make sense to me. And I was going, you know, no wonder she wasn't committed. She didn't, she wasn't clear on what that was. Right. right? So uh, for sure, that's big. The second thing that you said, this is what's so important. When you put it out to the world, I want to do X. The, the universe does conspire to help you if you are truly committed. You have seen this time and time again where if you say, I'm going to do this and you commit to just that maniacal level where it's, you're, it's crazy. It's almost like you are obsessed with hitting this goal. People will surround you. People will help you to accomplish. Typically, they're not there to harm your goal. They're rather there to support it. So I like what you said about getting your tribe. And when you put it, here's the one thing with social media that I will give a ton of credit to. If you verbalize it out there and you truly put yourself out there, like I'm going to do X, the universe is going to come help you, or 
you will be reminded consistently, hey, you said you're going to do this. How you doing? And it helps with that accountability piece, which I know scares people sometimes. Accountability is a good thing, in my opinion, because you can execute on it. You just want people to help remind you, in my opinion. But, you know, I like accountability. So, yeah. So I would say that <laughs> besides you, the one other human that I typically don't tell things to um, if I'm, you know, if I'm not really looking for an accountability person um, would be our youngest, Trey. I'll tell you something. You tell him anything that you're going to do. And if you don't do it, whew, he's going to come after you for years, right? He was one who got you to write your book. Um, yeah. So I tend not to, um, tell him any things, but I know that if I'm truly committed to a goal, I will tell him and he would be just on it every day. <laughs> well, I think that's a beautiful nature of children in general. I mean, he really takes it to that next level, but you know, they don't know any different. They don't know how to maybe white lie it near as much. That's what I love about kids. It is pure. It is raw. Now I'm talking when they're young and they literally don't know any different than to say, well, you said you're going to do this. Why didn't you? Right. It begs a really good question. If you, cause we teach our kids, it's not good to lie. Right. right. That's what you're doing. When you say I'm going to do this and then you don't do it, mm -hmm. you're actually lying. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to whomever you said that to. And I know that sounds harsh, but kids bring that to reality. And that's what I do. I love telling Trey. That's why putting the goals in the bathroom mirror has been so impactful. And you did quickly talk about it. Look, Trey got me to write, let's go win. hundred percent. For three years, you guys, I had it on my goal and hadn't done shit. I mean, literally had done a little bit of the introduction and started on chapter one. Which, by the way, I ended up hating anyway, the writing. But he got me to do it because he said, hey, Dad, you believe in hitting your goals, right? Yeah. How come? Or how's the book coming? I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and you know what? He got me to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for that. So right. I don't know. Any other thoughts before we get off the subject? Because it's not necessarily sexy, but I'll tell you what. If you want to go hit your goals, and I don't care what that goal is. You can do it, but you have to commit to it. You have to verbalize it. And and literally, again, the three things. What do I need to learn? What do I need to believe? Arguably the most important. What do I need to believe? And then ultimately, what do I need to do? Execute. So any thoughts on that? Yeah. And I think, you know, in addition to that is surrounding yourself with the right people, right? That are going to lift you up to help you hit those goals. Because there's a lot of naysayers out there, right? There's a lot of... Um, negativity that's out there in the world, especially right now. And if you say you're going to do something and you might have some people that are going to sit there and say, really? During COVID, you're going to do this, you know? And there has been so many businesses that have, I mean, it's just been hit so hard, but there's also been so many businesses that I've seen just thrive through this time as well. Right? So Get rid of the naysayers. Be like, okay, whatever. Like, not going to listen to you. And surround yourself with a really solid tribe that is going to lift you up to, to help you be committed, A, and to help you have plan those steps in hitting those goals. No, I like that. I, I, you just motivated me right now for the next blog topic because here's what's interesting. I love, I thrive. You know I do. If I say I'm going to do something and somebody says I can't, guess what, mother? I'm going to hit that. It drives me. 
it's odd, right? Because I am the oddity. F- there are there are others that do that, but I thrive off people telling me what I cannot do far more than somebody saying I can do it. It's pretty interesting. So Ooh, I got something for you then. What's that? I bet you you can't get the dishes done today. I bet done. you. Sorry, already <laughs> done. I was committed to that. Go ahead and take those dishes and use them. Anyway, um, I would love to hear how people are committed to their goals, not New Year's resolutions. Although, look, if you're committed to them, I'm all for New Year's resolutions. So often, that's just this buzzword. It's something that people are like, ah, yeah, everybody else doing it, so I guess I'll do this. Bullshit. Commit to it. Hit it. So where can they share their commitments with us? At info at letsgowin.com. You can email us there anytime. And then find us on social media platforms. So LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook at Let's Go Win 365. Crushed it. <laughs> Crushed it. Uh, I The other thing I would say when you do share or talk to us, we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing subjects that you would love us to dive into. So Share that as well, because truly we love having interaction with you guys and hearing what you guys think really moves the needle. But all right, until next time, you guys continue transcending life. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to transcendinglifepodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. 